Every time Bust, we come into a stadium, it's only gonna be us. Y'all need to know that. We come here to fight every week. Let's go, boss. I got that. They shot me in Denver. You who knows? You who Back in Monday edition of the program, 303-831-1340 is the hotline and the text line. Thanks for being with us. Lots of ways to get involved uh, with the show here. We got a little technical thing we're working on. No problem. No problemo. Just bear with us. Hang with us. Maybe that's not a problem for you at all, but um, for some it might be. Uh, Okay, Jake. So, uh, tell me about your Easter a little bit. All right. So, I had to do uh, quite a bit of errand running in the morning. Mm. Um, I had to, uh, you know, get some pictures. I had to, um, I went to got a car wash. Um, and then after that, I um, was walking my dog, right? And there's this tattoo shop right by my house. Okay. And I walked by and I asked the guy, what's your availability availability looking like? Um, you know, because I, I was I was sure I was not going to get anything that same day because tattoo uh, shops are usually pretty busy. Um, yeah, totally. Uh, from my experiences, too. And you usually have to do it like two, three weeks at a time. Mm-hmm. And he's like, well, I'm not doing anything right now. I'm like, oh, sweet. He's like, let me finish my walking my dog and I'll be back and we'll do this thing. And uh, and I got the tattoo, and after that, I went to work. Just like that? Yeah, just like that. How was the other thing you did? Work thing? It was cool, you know. Just uh, was there other people, easy stuff. There? There's a couple other people there. You know, Anyone that I would know? Um, uh, some old uh, you know, acquaintances. From, really? From you know maybe this building? Really? Yeah. Did my name get brought up at all? No, no not at all. Why no, would it? No. Yeah. No big deal, right? Yeah, no big deal. Yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. I'll throw your name in there. Oh, don't do it. Don't do it? Nah, or... nah. I want it to come natural. I want it to come natural. You know, I want it to come naturally. Right. Yeah, you know what I mean? Of course. Don't force anything. Um. Okay, cool. Um. So how was your Easter? What did oh, you wow. do? We went to church in the morning. And then we went to the game. The game was at one, so we chose like that over like making a big turkey or a big salmon or something. Uh, it was cool. It was we, just, you know, we tried to stay as long as we could, and it was fun. It was you know, the ballpark's great. Coors Field is fantastic. I know, you know, if I can't park right in the stadium because I'm uh, used to work for the Associated Press. I don't know if you guys have heard of it. It's only the world's largest and oldest news organization. Then kind I, of a big I know where to parse. It was kind of easy to get in and out of. And, you know, depending on how you're feeling, if you're, you know, coming down from those white claws a little bit after the game, there's a lot of spots to go. Oh, we went to the Gersh's on Saturday night. We went to Jeff's house for the first time ever. Because we've had them over like three times. And I was like, because he's always like, yeah, come over. Let's get in the hot tub. And I was like, uh, no, thanks on the hot tub stuff. But, yeah, we went to the Gersh's, and it was nice. It was fun. It was it's got a nice house over there by uh, right down the street from George Washington. It's a nice area uh, from, right from GW over there. And it was cool. George and JJ are bros, and then Alice and the girls are bros. And um, he put together a little, uh, for us, a little a suerte. 
Resposato, 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 and it was good. Great little Grand Marnier with that margarita. Okay. <laughs> yeah, that's right. It was good. So that was like the weekend, and then JJ they won their game, fifteen to five baseball. We walked five runs in. They had one hit. We walked five runs, but it's like dimensions are different. It's harder now. It's bigger, and then we're just like. I don't know, but we're doing our thing. We're you know we're tough. We're tough. You know whatever. We do our thing. Well, that's nice. Yeah, that's nice. It was nice. Okay. Well, we got a text from Chuck Nasty. Oh, what he say? He says, "Hi, Jake. Your signal is firmished. Firmished. What does that mean? I, I really don't know. Yeah, Siri. He comes up with some pretty good big words sometimes. Firmished. Yeah, but I think we might be back because I'm able to. We're we're back. I'm actually able to read texts. Maybe. Okay, let me ask what that means. What does furmished mean? One sec. One, she doesn't even know. She does watch. Don't talk to her like that, please. Siri, get your damn act together. Still on it. She's still on it? Why? This is crazy. Get your damn act together, okay? Try again. Damn. Wow. It's not a word, I guess. What does furmished mean? Why is this one so tough for her? Get your damn act oh. together, okay? Accommodations available to be rented with furniture. Oh. Do you want to furnished? Oh, furnished. He said furmished. Like F-E-R-M. Maybe he meant furnished. Maybe he needs like some tables and chairs or a couch or something. Keep my eyes open. You know what I mean? Right. Anyone got an extra couch? Everybody was like that. And you're like a, you know, family member. Anyone got like an extra couch or bed or like I don't really want to spend real money on stuff, so I'd rather use someone else's old nasty stuff. <laughs> it's funny. Okay. It hit too close to home. Did it? No. <laughs> My bad. Uh Jokic goes for forty plus tonight. In a win? You said that. I didn't say that. I'm asking. I said Jokic no, goes asking. for forty tonight. That's what I said. In a win, I don't know. I have to get how we get to 120. I got 80 other accounted for points there to get to 120 to beat these guys and hope that they don't get to 130. I don't know. It's They're too good and they're too deep. <laughs> they got a lot of good players on that team. And that's it. The threat of Steph is just alone. alone. The threat of Steph alone, let alone he's hitting daggers in your eyeball. Let's go out to the hotline get our guy. He's a mayhem icon. It's the one and it's the only singer-songwriter. Chuck Nasty. Hey, Chuck. We got you all squared away? For me, means Fakakta. I'm sorry. Well, you got to be careful. Is that? Did you just cuss? No. And five, four, three, two. Two, one. All right, we're back, guys. Sorry. Fermist means fakakta. Mm. That means it's messed up. Those are Jewish words. Mm, careful still. It means, I'm me nervous it, here. It means you're you messing up, boy. Oh, okay. Yeah, and Jake explained it to me. All you got to do is explain it to me. The only, anytime everyone, anyone ever says, boy, I think of Eddie Murphy when he does the gay Mr. T, and he's like, Hey, boy, you look mighty cute in those jeans, boy. Remember that one? Yeah, that's hilarious. That's so funny. 
Anyways. Hey, man. The, I just wanted to tell you about Nuggets. Yeah. I watched the game. Okay. And, and we were right there in their face. We were leaving back and forth. Mm -hmm. and we were playing NBA basketball with them for three quarters. But we don't have the horses. We don't have the... We don't have a bench. We don't have... We were out of gas in that fourth quarter. Yeah, man. And they just... They just... They just Got their asses no, waxed. It doesn't look good. But basketball is a homer sport, so when we get home, mm. maybe we'll have some better maybe. luck. But yeah, well, maybe. I was sure, sure scared about what I watched that that game I watched on. Oh on my gosh, Saturday. it was a beatdown. The second half was just yeah. a takeover. Well, I don't know if the Nuggets were ever really in the game. The first half, I thought we were. Yeah. First quarter. Yeah, maybe yeah. in the first quarter. Yeah, yeah you, you know, there was it was a, it was close till about till about halftime there, but that's then a different. Show that they got they're, the horses we don't got. Well, that Jamal would have been nice, <laughs> and then and Michael Cooper Jr. has been nice. Cooper, they're a horse of a different Whatever. color. Whatever, I, I get them all confused. Hey, yeah. hey, one thing I did want to say though, I kind of like the AUSFL because that was. Uh, entertaining a little bit. They got right down there to win the game on Sunday, and then they looked like Kyle Orton was playing for him. Mm -hmm. did you, but did you see the Paxton Lynch's debut? Uh, of course I did, but why don't you tell? The Michigan Panthers, uh, he uh, first, throw, first play of the game through interception for a touchdown. Then the next play, he fumbled and gave the ball over to him. You blew so in the first two plays of the game, he committed two turnovers. It's a, uh, yeah. And I'm like, haven't they figured out Paxton Lynch yet? Uh -huh. I mean, he, he's Captain Morgan. That's what he should go do, be a, be the person, Captain Morgan. Mm -hmm. And then he, he'll he have a great career doing that. But in, he's I'm not, the captain now. He's not doing very good in well, the football. Well, Chuck, we got to get going going there. You know what I mean? I appreciate you I'm, stopping by. You're one of my I'm favorite guys. You guys got your signal fixed. Me too. Oh, man. Hear you. That's right. It happens. Well, you know. Hey, just say, hey the you Beatles know, or the Beach Boys? I'll give you tw Kyle. 20 seconds. Uh, Beatles or Beach Boys? Go. Hurry. The Beatles are way better. Way better. Why? Why are they better? Because they're better poets. They wrote better songs. Mm, Take uh, that. But the Beach, Boys, the Beach Boys are amazing. They're only around for three years, and people still listen to their records. And yeah. they made a lot of money. Okay. And, uh, you know, they're all... I'm not a big Beach Boys fan. I don't know if the Beatles are as transcendent as everyone wants. You know, their lyrics... They, they were amazing because they they just took over the world for three years. But then they became like... They tried to be like the Beatles and do like rock and roll music. And that one album was terrible. And they were terrible. And they never came around again. They were done. I don't know. The Beatles were around for a long time. Hey, the love, the love me, do a lot of stuff. You know, right I love you. Lots better. They're real serious poets. You'll always be true. You please. I mean, like that. That's. Well, that's. I, I'm talking about. That's not Taylor uh, Swift type of oh, lyrics. Uh, John Lennon wrote this song back at the USSR. Beatles song, one of their better songs. Yeah. He wrote that as a tribute to the Beach Boys, and when you hear it, it sounds like a Beach Boys song. Do you know that song, Back in the Earth? Yeah, I do. Yes, you can tell. It was a tribute to the Beach Boys. All right. You are the walrus? Anyway, the, the, the music is complicated. I'll just put it that way. It sure is. We got to go, Chuck. Great stuff from you today.
Hey, thanks a lot for you guys have the best show in town. Bye. Thanks, buddy. Mmm. That's Dell. You know it? You've asked me to play it like a million times, yeah. You give me that Dell Shannon. So you know it now. Oh, yeah. He's got to have a couple others. Let me see what else he has. Mm -hmm. This is his top. Oh, he has hats off to Larry? Oh, I love hats off to Larry. You know it? No, I don't. Are we like way over to go get it now? Yeah. yeah. Maybe we'll get it on the other side. side. Now we're going to come back to JJ's walk-up music. I'll tell you what he played the other day. We're back. Why? 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 She ran away. Danny and Jake and Zach from Alex Sports. Come Just for a tiny bit more. Walk away. You turn me on like a light switch. When you're moving your body around and around. <laughs> what do you think about it? I like it. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, this music's fun. It's fun. Yeah. And I think that's why JJ chose it. Yeah. It's fun. It is fun. JJ had a home run this weekend. Eee. They play because they're little guys on the big fields. So if you hit it, you know, it's like still 300 to the fence. But he hit a bomb gapper that just went by everybody. and Inside the parker. Cleared the bases. Yeah, for them, it's a true home run, you know, because they can't hit over the fence. But, you know, you only have – JJ might have a couple in a season only because it's hard. You know, it's hard to hit him. You know, he's – but uh, that was, was sweet. You know, he's That's a – He's a total stun. Um, Yeah. So what would your walk-up music Ooh, be? Ooh, I really didn't even think about it, to be honest with you. Probably uh, Kiss on My List. No, I'm just kidding. Not Kiss on My List. It would be... Um, That'd be good. Um, she drops a, uh, she drops a bomb on me. Okay. Baby. No, that's that an easy one. Band? Yeah, I think so. It turned me. I drop a bomb on me. <clears throat> Baby. Uh, I don't know if they... That's like in the, you know, every... Minor league team in the country has a dude who's you know who's got that as his walk-up music. Well, I mean, you're about to hit a bomb. So, yeah, that's I mean, true. it's pretty good. If you only hit a bomb, though, it's a letdown. Yeah, it, it would be a letdown. Uh, what about Zach? And what about for you? What would you you know? <laughs> Number eleven, JJ Williams. <laughs> yeah, that's a good uh, one. Uh, I, see, like the thought of it feels right, but then the sound of it. Doesn't feel right. Okay. Um, man. Interesting. For me, man, I don't know. Let me, uh, what? I mean, that's tough. Do I mean, what does Zach have something? Uh, Zach's the type of guy that had something he's thought about for a few years because he's thoughtful like that. Zach told me what his walk up song, he didn't give me a song exactly. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, he, he said something Silk Sonic. Mm. But uh, I'll, yeah, I'll let him. That hits, you know. I'll like, let him speak uh, for himself. Like number 
Number 24. After, I'm going after last night or leave the door open. Get everyone grooving. Get, you want it to be smooth. You want Ooh, it to be loose when you go up. Yeah. I don't think you want to be like, oh, I'm so amped. Like, you I do want everyone to, to you, you slow it down and smooth it out and keep it fresh and sexy for the ladies. Yeah. Exactly. And then you get feeling yourself. You've got like the vibe, the confidence, and then you're ready to hit it 500 feet. I think that's know? the way to go. Something like that. If not, it's got to really have like a little jingle and hit everybody. Be like, well, Black Betty. Black Betty. Everyone's like, oh, let's go. Do you still want me to hop in with you? I, of course I do. I've been wanting you to do it, but you're right, busy I'll, back there. What, what do we think? I'll hop in. Jake will cue up my walk-up music. Boom, boom, boom. And, Whoa! And now we're talking. Listen, have it be something that you know uh, that we haven't really discussed. We're going to take care of a little business. We're going to keep talking here, and Zach will get prepared, and we'll come up with some walk-up music for him. What about you, Jake? Okay, so... What say you? Um... You know, you know, glass elephants. No, cage the elephant. <laughs> um, I'm a big uh, fan of theirs, so probably social cues. Okay, but you have to play it for everyone so they can understand and feel it. Number twelve, Jake Meyer. Little gap or double? Yeah, everyone's feeling good. Okay, I can live with that. I can probably live with that. Um, let us know yours. 303-831-1340, the hotline, and the Go Fast Energy Drink text line. Obviously, Charlie Blackman has some of the most iconic walk-up music there mm-hmm. is. Mm-hmm. But I don't really know any other Major League players' walk-up music outside of Chuck Nasty's. Well, that's as timeless as one guy's. You think that's why he did it? Right. 100%. Can I give you some guys around the leagues all time who have had their walk-up music be something specific? Yeah. Do it. Uh, we know Charlie Blackman's, right? I mean, that's kind of alone in all category, all of its own, at least around here. But Mariana Rivera used to come into what? Inter Sandman Metallica. Uh, Poppy, Big Poppy used to come, uh, Notorious B.I.G., Big Papa. I love it when you call me Big Papa. And he's no, he's not. Uh, Guns and uh, Randy Johnson, right? He used to come down to Welcome to the Jungle. We got the... That's a pretty good one, right? Guns and Roses. It's a rock out. It's white trash is Yeah, it's true. But so was he, right? That's about oh. as white trash as he gets. Uh, Moby Flower. Bryce Harper comes down to. What's that? Moby Flower. Moby Flower. Oh, check this one out. Manny Machado comes down to Sit Down. Be humble. Okay. That's your guy Kendrick, right? Yeah. Uh, oh, Chris Bryant. Our own Chris Bryant comes down to what? I don't know. Warm it up, Chris. I'm about to warm it up, Chris, because that's what I was born in. Chris Cross. Because uh, he's Chris. Yeah, I get with it. With a K. And Chris Cross was Chris Cross with Ks. And he's about to get a K because he's going to strike out. Um, Chipper Jones used to come down to Ozzy Osbourne, Crazy Town. Okay, right? Classic. Noah Syndergaard comes down to Thunderstruck, ACDC. It's a rock on, right? It's played at every high school football game. Okay. Uh, Verlander comes down to Eminem till I collapse. Right? You know it if you heard it. Uh, JD Martinez. Yeah, I know. JD Martinez comes down to Rick Ross hustling. Every day I'm hustling, 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 hustling. Uh, Trevor Hoffman used to come down to Hell's Bells, ACDC. Right? Uh, 
<laughs> Joe <laughs> Kelly, he's the one who did the crybaby face to the, uh, who was it? Oh, uh, he was, the, was it the Astros? Yes, that's right. He, yeah. Party up in here for DMX. Ah! Ah! It's murder. Uh, and that's about all I got, really. Oh, Anthony Rizzo can't stop Red Hot Chili Peppers. Ooh, this might be my walk-up music. This is nice. This is my walk-up music. This is your walk-up music? It's over? Cage the Elephant. Wow. Bad boy for no life, more baby. milky glass elephants caged. Forget them. 22 of them. Okay, we're going to come back on the other side with Zach's walk-up music to introduce him. We'll talk about Russell Wilson. We'll get two little draft tidbitties from him. I said tidbitties, not big. Come on, guys. Tidbitties. Tigglebit. No, I didn't mean that. Um, it's been a good one. Two segments left. Let's make them both good ones. Smiley Sports. Cool off. Who else but me? And if you don't feel me, that means you can't touch me. It's ugly. Trust We gotta hit him like in the five hole. Couple on, comes up, just smooth with it, no pressure. A little gapper, drives two in. Just his roll. Probably, yeah. probably hit you anywhere two in the lineup. On, two out, full count, grand slam. You're no, lengthy, you're a lengthy slugger. You're like a poor yeah. man's Richie Sexton. I don't know if you remember who that is. Um, but nope. he was a bomber, man. He'd hit him. Okay. Uh, thanks for coming in the studio with us, Zach. Appreciate you, buddy. Thank you. Appreciate being on. What are you working on? I want a couple guys from the draft. You got your eyeballs on, and then give us some Broncos of your latest. For stuff. sure. Yeah. I got tons of stuff coming out. Okay. Uh, drafts heating up. Got a uh, uh, red hot mock draft uh, getting ready. Red to, hot? Red hot. This Ooh. one, I've got tons of information. I'm not just covering the players I'm picking, but I'm going over. Here are other directions the Broncos could have gone with this pick. I'll give some insight on that. This is going to be a fat one. This might be the longest article I've ever read written for mile high sports it's shaping up for it it's fat fatty bikes oh fatty articles nice fatty articles i like that you could do your ad read ever ever smoked a fat one check out this fatty article i think you misheard zach yeah we're talking about fatty articles yeah exactly so check it out mile high sports that'll be up probably tomorrow cool i have a news piece today and then i've got some awesome scouting profiles on some linebackers up right now so if you want to learn more about the linebackers the broncos what do you think not what we think what do you think the broncos think they're three biggest areas of concern and need are from order of most importance. Ooh, I love that question. That's an article right there. And that gets me, yeah, that 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 might uh, actually get me to out something here. Um, so I think tackle and edge, I don't know about tackle, edge for sure, maybe defensive line. Damn, edge is like, how do you address edge? Edge. It's like, you can't really, you know what I mean? I guess you could take a flyer on a guy or, you know, it's like. There's there's some guys in how there. How do you, you know? This is a good edge draft. You can get some good guys there in the second round. They're like, they're not going to start from day one, but you've got Gregory and Chubb, so they can be your number three that hopefully develop into that guy. Doomerville I mean, or who is the guy who net Walker uh, something? Demarcus Walker. DeMarcus. He didn't work it. That was a bad thing. <laughs> um, but you, you, That's what this, scares and me. And this is a different class. that I, I think you can... Doomerville was great, actually. Good. Yeah, and Doomerville was awesome. He was a great player. Uh, uh, Hall of Very Good. Yeah, that's um, right. Uh, yeah, I think the other one, though, that's going to get slept on is center. That's... I think the Broncos... Can't Glasgow play center? He can, but oh, he's... Oh. 
But here's the thing. Yeah. He would be the tallest center Russell Wilson has ever had by a good bit. I would not be surprised mm. if the Broncos, you're asking me how the Broncos view their roster. I would not be surprised if, you know, we were a fly on the wall of the Broncos facility right now. And we heard that they believe um, they, they think they don't have a starting center. I, I would, I, that wouldn't surprise me. Cushionberry hasn't worked out. You don't think? I think they're very unhappy with Cushionberry. I get that impression. I'd be fine with running it back from him with him but if we're talking about what they he do, looks the part that's for sure but he does but he doesn't move well and you need to move well in this scheme i think i don't think they're happy with cushionberry i think the center is going to be someone other than cushionberry this season I've, I've definitely gotten that impression i don't think it's going to be glasgow though they might give him a look i don't think it's going to be miners though they'll give him a glasgow look. is tall so, like, but he would this, do a great job at the position i think he is but i i yeah he could be a good center and maybe that's what i would do i I don't think that's in the cards. Okay. I'll say that. I don't think that's in the card. I think that center sneakily, and it's weird because the inside or interior offensive line room is so crowded for the Broncos right mm-hmm. now. I think you could argue it's the biggest need on the team. Um, and no one's talking about it. But I sneakily, I would not be surprised at all if the Broncos think they don't have a starting center right now. Yeah. And I think they have starters or starter caliber players at every other position and the and the concerns that like Edge, for example, uh, interior defensive line, they're all depth concerns. Center, I think you might have a starter concern. So that's, I I think that's a surprising angle. The Broncos could go with the 64th pick or or like surprising to the public. But um, yeah, it it, it shouldn't be slept on. It's, I think, pretty likely. Okay. Um, Cam Jurgens, by the way, if they go that direction, Cam Jurgens out of Nebraska. This guy is like the lotion. Awesome. He's a little, yeah, it's spelled differently, but yeah, okay. he's a great athlete, wrestling background, uh, uh, like it fits every measurable you'd want from the center position. Might not be ready to go week one, and so that's the concern there. But uh, th- that's a guy that uh, I think Broncos country should definitely have their eyes on towards the back end of the second, early third. Dylan Parham. A center prospect out of Memphis. He's even rar, but he has a lot of those uh, 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 checks. A lot of those boxes. Um, yeah, I, I think that's the direction they might end up going. Interesting. Okay. Many um, Russell Wilson. Just tell me something to get people excited. Like, yeah, here's a uh, Russell Wilson thing I heard or looked up or found out or saw he was doing or Sierra's new music, whatever. I'm so zeroed in on the draft right now with no, Russell Wilson. Okay. I think it'll be. Uh, the deep balls, the deep downfield passing attack is going to be very special this year and is going to be very fun because uh, you can't play Russell Wilson the same way he's he been He throws a the beautiful, such catchable ball to his wide receivers where he just like puts it up there and lets them go get it. Yeah, and defenses were sitting back because of that deadly deep ball and go, and going, let's take away Russell Wilson's deep ball like away. That. Wow, yeah, let's right? Let's take the deep ball away and see if Seattle can beat Javante's us another way. Javante's just green and they all couldn't. in front of him. They couldn't take it. Exactly. When you're Javante, trying to protect literally the whole field, Javante, as, as defense are trying to protect the whole field, Javante Williams will then literally have gigantic holes just to go. Yeah. And I don't think you want to get in his way. He's not an easy man to bring down and stop so yeah and you get a guy with mike boone who you know not a great option but has home run speed so he hits a crease through one of those big holes and you're really going to be sitting back when he's uh in there taking snaps he can burn you interesting okay cool um let me ask you about um another position that you mentioned give me you think how how interested and adding a corner could they be? And do what about um, the rest of free agency? 
Any other guys you think uh, who I, I haven't looked on who's on the street still, but as well, OTA starting how long? Like this week, next week, OTAs, something really quick here. Um, yeah, very soon. I don't have the date in front of me. I mean, like, we're approaching program, it. But yeah, we're approaching it. So I think that's the first time when you start to see guys, uh, put guys through some physical stuff, um, and realize this guy, we're going to trim this fat here. This veteran becomes expendable and expandable, you know, like just on the street, a guy who's not on the street right now. We can't predict those kind of guys, but, um, we who is the corner who didn't work out for us from the Bears last year? Uh, Fuller, Kyle Fuller, those type of guys. We're you know who we can hit. If there was, uh, I that's the edge rusher rusher position that I'd like to go at. Um, maybe not Jason Pierre Pa. You know, Justin I say Pa because he There's has some, his fingers blown yeah, up. He's got a little paw. Uh, Jerry Hughes, uh, Justin Houston. There's there some we older go. Guys. That's what I'm talking There's about. There's some older edges that have been um, now we're talking times. I could be down with that on a small snap count. I'm telling you, like there's guys like uh, Boy Mafe who tested as like a 97th percentile athlete as an edge. He's probably going to go higher in the second, but uh, he could totally go at 64. What's like, the, Josh a, what are areas we need a guy to come in and be? We're Rams like. Okay, this thing's gonna be. We're gonna try. We're gonna try to add pieces of, you know, veteran pieces at our holes. I think, and which holes do the vet would be better suited to have a veteran there than um, another position where you might be able to get away with. I think you get away with a young center surrounded by a veteran line. If he's an athlete, if he's smart, yeah. I don't know if an edge an edge, edge rusher. I want protection. an edge rusher like Julius Peppers coming in late in the career. Or, um, a guy like you know Dwight I mean, Freeney but, coming in the twilight, something like that. But it, you also have to think uh, as part of the team building thing, not just for this year, but for next year, where you've got Bradley Chubb hitting free agency. If he walks, you are left with nothing there except for your thirty-seven-year-old guy you just signed. So, but listen, if what are we? What are we? Are we going to you know sign him, give him a lot of money, and they continue to wait and wait and wait while he plays half the time because he's injured always. I'd rather I'm not the, arguing for, for sometimes you have to I'm cut your losses you and move on. I agree. I'm saying that's why you draft a young guy like a Kingsley and who I think is very similar to Trayvon Walker, who's in the discussion to go number one overall uh, athletic guy. Great run defender. You need to see him develop the pass rush ability. But there, he was one of the best players at the senior bowl. Great run defender. He can give you snaps from year one on first, second down help keep uh, Gregory and Chubb and that rotation fresh. And then in year two, hopefully he's developed more pass rush skills and maybe he takes over for Bradley Chubb. Let's that's, go. That's what I'd like let's to set do. up a break and come back. I want to play a game with you guys, okay? That's a rank them game. Um, let's do it. It's very scientific. By the end of it, we're probably going to have some conclusions and things that are going to rock um, the Denver sports world's community as a whole. So be prepared for that. One final segment worth of show. What's the, uh, the handle... All those things that you got going on the podcast. Mention that yeah. stuff now before I forget later. Zach underscore Seegers on Twitter. Uh, and then find the bro- uh, podcast. Let's Talk Broncos podcast. Where have you listened to podcasts? We've got awesome draft content coming out for y'all. That is badass. Okay. Uh, Andrew's in the studio back there hanging out. Um, go to the microphone real quick. Andrew, I just need you really quick. Right now in the early season, I mean, like, we're, we haven't done anything. But who's a couple of the best teams in baseball right now? I mean, Toronto's been everything that I've hoped. I was hoping they would be. Yeah, you know the Dodgers. What makes Toronto so not good? Not been great offensively, but I mean it's Dodgers. What they makes have, Toronto even with their 
uh, the players not all not all of them hitting up to expectations. They they still have like the best record in baseball. How is it, what's the what's Toronto's rotation like? I mean, their uh, their offense is spectacular, but I'm just wondering how they're getting it done. I don't I can't really think of any of their pitching. Uh, so they got that kid last year from Minnesota at the trade deadline, Jose Barrios, okay. a guy who for as great as his stuff, he's a lot like Armand Marquez. Great okay. stuff, but can't consistently put it together. Yeah. But he's been he's uh, he's been killing it ever since he uh, got traded. He got traded to Toronto, and then uh, Alec Manoa, one of the highest rated prospects in baseball. Sweet. And they got some kid. Because I like Toronto for some reason. I don't know if it's the Bo Bichette or the, I like Vlad Jr. Reminds me of Manny Ramirez. You know, Vladdy's three bombs against the Yankees like last Thursday. That was so Friday special. Was, two on was, Garrett Cole, weren't they? Yeah, two of them were off Cole, and they also Damn. doubled off of Cole too. <laughs> That's he awesome. just had himself a game. Yeah. Some actually, uh, funny note: his dad never hit three in a game once. Really? And he's done it twice. I think his dad's one of the most underrated offensive freak shows in uh, in league history because of the teams he was on. He had like a little foreign thing in like an era where it was like um, Sammy Sosa's big smile and King Griffey Jr. and McGuire. You know, uh, Vladimir Guerrero was a great player, spectacular player. His son might even be better. Uh, his son is going This isn't to be like a Prince Fielder, Cecil Fielder. These two guys are maybe the greatest father-son baseball duo of all time, and that's probably uh, Ken Griffey and Ken Griffey Jr. I yeah. have to think about that. Uh, I mean, the only other one that would be in that conversation would be uh, the Bonds. The Bonds. Ah, oh, the Hernandezes. Yeah, the Bonds is for sure. Actually, Bobby Bonds was a really great player. You know, it, Good one. And then Good also, one. We'll uh, the numbers on both. Uh, Vladdy senior has like two or three more kids making their way up through the, the Dang, pipeline. I want one of those kids. Goodness, yeah. Rockies, Can we sign one Rockies like as a 12-year-old or 11-year-old? Yeah, like they could yeah. legitimately be the, the Mannings of baseball. Sweet. All That's right. wild. Answer good stuff, buddy. But also the Rockies are just, I don't think anybody expected this out of this team. Shout out your baseball podcast right. real quick. Uh, at the at Walk Off Walk Pod on Twitter. Uh, the Walk Off Walk, uh, two, sh- uh, two shows a week. Alex Becker is actually coming in at one to do an episode with me today. He's a good dude. I like Alex. Yeah, no, he's one of the the better baseball minds. Mm. And then we have a few other interesting co-hosts joining the pod here before too long. All right, buddy. Thanks. I like our little baseball update from Andrew. Okay, let's go to break three. One final segment worth the show. 303-831-1340. The hotline. It's Molly Sports. I saw you dancing in a... You ready, Jay? I'm ready. You ready, Jay? I'm ready, Slick. Are you? Girl, I must warn you. Final segment of the show on a Monday edition of the program. 303-831-1340, the hotline and the text line. There's still time to hit us up. Uh, catch up with a couple of texts before we get out of here as well. Zach's in studio hanging out with us. Uh, working on some stuff like he usually. He's a grinder. And like usually he does. I uh, want to play a little bit of game with you guys here. It's called um, Who'd You Rather? Okay. It's a it's a straight up Who'd You Rather? It's a classic. It's a classic. A classic really never dies for one. And we're bringing it uh, to the NFL, NFL version of Who'd You Rather? Okay. Um, the category right now is Who'd You Rather in the 2022 NFL season? The Broncos or the Titans? Who'd you rather? Be a fan of uh, the Broncos. The Titans are tearing it down. They look like a, a, I think they're a sneaky garbage fire right now. Mm-hmm. Give me the Broncos all day, every day. I don't trust the Titans. I think they might take a Kenny Pickett in the first round. Jake. Ooh, yeah. With what Zach just said, I, I have to agree. I, I'll take the Broncos. 
Uh, all the Titans really have is a uh, you know, Derrick Henry, but he had that big injury last year. Okay, who'd I you think r- Broncos have one of the biggest stock up arrows in the NFL. Titans one of the biggest stock down. Who'd you rather, the Broncos or the Ravens? Ooh, that's a lot. Tougher. It's more traditional. It's going to be more traditional NFL tougher. quarterback style of play led by Russell Wilson. Uh, they get hot with Lamar Jackson for stretches of weeks at a time. But what Lamar Jackson really does doesn't translate to you know long-term playoff success. He's too vulnerable. He can't make the big throws in playoff games that you need to win big playoff games and inevitable, like inevitably be a, a Super Bowl. I'm going to go Ravens. I think Lamar Jackson was bordering on MVP play before he got injured last year. And Football Outsiders, I think maybe the best analytics firm in the world, uh, at least for football, uh, says the Ravens were the least lucky injury team uh, of the last 20 years, lost the most games due to injury uh, of any team in the last 20 years last year. So I think they bounced back in a major See, you just said it before the injury, and now I feel like he's going to be injury prone throughout the rest of his career just with his style of a play. And I'm I'm just gonna take well, the, I'm gonna take the Broncos listen, guys, for the long time. He's got a great coaching staff. Well, he does have a great coaching. What makes Lamar Jackson so special and so great is the pure, straight up, sheer, freaky athleticism. Okay, once that goes away, almost like a Tyreek Hill or a Dante Hall or a Percy Harvin or a Deshaun Jackson, once that goes away, you're kind of just average. You're just an you're still a freaky talent, but you're about as good as a lot of other guys athletically in the league. And once that time, well, I don't. We're not there yet. We're not there yet. I think we have two to three more years to go of Lamar Jackson. But he's not going to be a great quarterback at 33 and 34 and 35. He's going to be a great 20s quarterback. So give me the. I think the Broncos going to have a better record than the Ravens. I do. Let's move on. Uh, (laughs) Yeah, the Broncos or the Browns. What? What do you mean, Mr. Poof? Broncos <laughs> easy. Why easy? I got Deshaun, Deshaun Watson is a Deshaun Watson is a PR I mean, Deshaun, nightmare. Yeah. Um, mixed with, we don't know how long the suspension is, and I just don't think they have too a, much to overcome. And their team isn't as good as it was two years ago. I think we still don't know if Stefanski's a good head coach. If we're being honest, based on how things went last season, um, it's it's tight. But give me the Broncos. The, the Brown situation just feels so toxic. Give me the Broncos, too, but I wouldn't be surprised if Deshaun Watson plays and the Browns are spectacular. There would yeah, be no, no surprise by me at all. If you don't have weapons. Broncos or Colts? Broncos, I, I don't trust the Matt Ryan thing. He's good when he's protected, but when he wasn't protected last year, he looked real bad. And the Colts offensive line is not the Colts offensive line of you yesteryear. Know what? The Colts it's, might it's win 10 or 11 games, and maybe the Broncos are kind of striving to do that same kind of thing. But I think it's about as far as they can get, about as far as Matt Ryan can take you. Uh, I think they got a great team around the guy, and I think he could still deliver a little bit. But I think it's going to be a lot like what happened with Philip Rivers. I think they're about at the same point of their career. Uh, great regular season. We'll go out there and compete in a playoff game and eventually lose. Uh, for in the you know at the um, the furthest they could go, the divisional round of the playoffs. I disagree. I think I'm going to take the Colts here. Uh, I oh, think, really? Yeah, I think Matt Ryan is going to have a revitalization uh, with this new outfit. You know, Pittman's a solid wide receiver, and, and Jonathan Taylor is going to take a, a a lot of the load off of. You know, like Matt Ryan. Okay. I like it. And people need to put respect on Reich's name as one of the better coaches in the And NFL. the defense. The defense. They just added Stefan Gilmore. But they're losing Gilmore. Eberflus, but they are losing Eberflus. Yeah, you guys are a couple of Eberfluses and Gombers as well. Um, Broncos or Bengals? Zach? 
Give me the Bengals, man. Oh. I, I'm feeling it. Dude, Joe Burrow is that dude. They've got all the weapons in the world, and they did like exactly what they needed to do with their offensive line. Found an awesome tackle. Found two really good starting guards, and they're going from like having one of the worst tackle situations, one of the worst guard situations. They're upgrading it in a major way. I love it all around. They they've knocked this offseason out of the park. Yeah. My one concern, I think the defense comes back to earth quite a bit. Um, but they've got the easier division too. I'll I'll go bang. They won the division at ten and seven last year. I would be not surprised at all if they won twelve games. But also, I don't think they're going to the Super Bowl again. That's a team that had a run that ended in the Super Bowl. That it'll take a few years for them to do something like that again. I don't think they're built like that. Yeah, I'm not. I don't know if you know what I mean. I don't Bowl. think they. I think they're they, don't a a, they don't have a feel of a perennial championship contender just no. yet. No, and I don't think they, they but, will be. They're not going to be a dynasty, but I, I'll i take them over the Broncos. Could yeah. the Broncos make a Bengals-like run at 100%, 100%. it? 100%. Yes. That's what we're talking about, right? We're, Isn't that what's so exciting? Just as going as far and, back as just last year. And then combining it with maybe what the Rams themselves did. Yeah. and I, There's I a lot of Broncos it, kind of fodder there. I tweeted out uh, earlier this week, the Bengals at one point this season were – Losing, or they lost to the Jets. They blew an 11 point lead with four oh, minutes yeah. left against the Jets and Mike White. And we they were, lost the game. We remember at a point in the season of like who fades. And they made Look, the Super Bowl, so the Broncos can do it. Good teams do one thing now. John Fox used to take the season in quarters one, two, three, four quarters. Now you look at it like in 33.333% chunks. And what team can play two out of three good, you know, um, you know, chunks. chunks or sections of their season, their schedule will end up surviving. There was a point when the Bengals dipped, Jake, in the season, dip baby dip, where we were like, are we did the thing like, are they who's gonna finish this third chunk of the season out successfully and who's gonna fade? And I think I had the Bengals as faders, not you know, um, contenders. So, uh, anything else, Zach? Ah, uh, man, no. I just please everyone check out my mock draft. I'm putting in a ridiculous amount of time and study into this. It's going to be when great. When is it drop? Inform you. Uh, tomorrow, I'm saying probably noonish. Okay. Noon tomorrow. If it's out tomorrow before the show, we'll talk about it on the show. And if not, then we'll talk uh, about it on I'll Wednesday. try and get it out tomorrow before Don't the for show. Don't for us, but we'll definitely chop it up on the show. Well, I appreciate you. Sure, man. buddy. All right. Uh, Zach's a good dude. The show's over. Andrew and Anil are next. For Jake Meyer, I am Danny Williams. We appreciate you guys and we love you guys. Good night, Sheila. Good night. Good night. Thank you, Sheila. Bye, Terry. Bye, Sheila. I'll never forget tonight. Bye, Terry. All right, Alan, whatever. Go inside. Bye, Sheila. Bye. See, you, see you, Terry. Bye, Sheila. I don't know if you heard me. Bye, Terry. Bye, Sheila. Back. Stop, man. Stop.